Hey guys, um, it's Amanda, and today I am taking on another one of my light topics, and it is today it is going to be about periods and menstruation. I, I've taken a little bit of a break from my criminal justice series just to talk about other issues I'm passionate about, and yeah, I'm super excited for this topic. I know that it's kind of awkward and taboo, but I think that it's important to talk about this, even if it makes us a little uncomfortable. So without further ado, honestly, let's just jump right into it. Okay, the first part, I'm just going to dive right into it because I've broken this up into three sort of um, subtopics that we're going to talk about. So first, we're going to talk about uh, the idea that it's not just women who get periods. Then we're going to talk about period poverty, and then we're going to finish on a more light note and just talk about um, periods in general and some kind of fun stuff about that. So to start off, I wanted to talk about the quote, not just women have periods, because I know that it's kind of a hot topic, I guess. Um, and just to give a little bit of background, when I was 15 and just sort of stepping into the activism scene, um, I'm 18 now for reference, but I remember I was at the women's march and I was walking behind um, like someone else that I was walking next to my friend and my friend and I were like yeah like being a woman is so hard like we have periods blah blah blah, blah. and I remember the person wa- marching in front of us uh, this lady woman girl whatever um, later became one of my biggest role models and mentors and, and I cannot talk her up enough but she turned around and she was like well not just women have periods And I remember I looked at my friend and I was like, what? Like, what is she even trying to say? And what I learned through um, talking to different people and reading different things and and whatever is that it's important to choose inclusive language, especially for um, non-binary people and for trans people. Um, So when we said people who menstruate, it just makes sure, it just kind of guarantees that we're including um, all sorts of people and using inclusive language and I think that's super important Um, for example like you don't think of your like an older woman as less than a woman because she doesn't have a period like you know a a trans woman is still a woman in every way shape and form so to associate periods with just women um, that kind of leaves out a decent sector of our population in addition to that, um, choosing your language very carefully, like I just said, is extremely important. Um, I mean, trans men who have periods, like, they are still men. And, you know, non-binary people are still non-binary. And so all of that make it a little bit confusing and is a lot to learn about. But it, it is important to learn about and important to be aware of. So I wanted to talk about that first, just because... Um, people don't talk about it enough, and I know that sometimes these, like, quote, and I'm using, like, very excessive air quotes right now, like, snowflake stuff, like, people are like, oh, like, why does it matter? I just kind of wanted to talk about why it does matter in the beginning of this, because I think it's important. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the first thing, is that when we address periods and menstruation, we need to make sure that we're being inclusive and remembering that, again, not just women have periods. You don't think of an older woman any less than a woman because she doesn't get her period anymore. A trans man is still a man, that sort of thing. 
Okay, next is period inequity or what is commonly referred to as period poverty. Um, so first of all, let's talk about the homeless population. So homeless people who menstruate. Well, first of all, period products cannot be purchased with food stamps, Medicaid, or other health insurance spending accounts. Um, that by itself is so unfair and so wrong because not having access to reliable period-related products, and we'll talk about how many um, people that affects in a second, but um, when you don't have access to reliable period products, what happens is that your life is hindered, and that's not meant to be dramatic. Like, you can't have a job, you can't, like, do all those things because during your period, because, for example, I don't know if anyone listening, if you've ever gotten your period in the middle of the day at school and you had to use toilet paper it's uncomfortable and it sucks and you can't wait to get home and to change and to like you're like I'm never doing that again then you put extra like tampons in your backpack or whatever like now imagine if you had to do that every single time you got your period because you weren't able to use like Medicaid or like food stamps which you've already qualified for um, but you're unable to use it for products that you need, like your menstruation products. That's just so wrong, in my opinion. Um, some statistics to kind of um, follow follow up at how big of a deal that is. First of all, you can get, like, not having, like, sanitary, reliable period products can affect your health, which is going to cost you way more down the line. So that's already a problem. But there are um, 42 million um, this statistic does refer um, specifically to women. Um, keep in mind what I talked about, people who menstruate, but I don't want to, like, misconstrue the um, evidence either. But so it says 42 million impoverished women in the United States um, are not able to afford their period products every single month. That's a pretty strong amount of women. Uh, and that's not even fact. It doesn't sound like this um, study took into account, like, you know, those things with the gender. So, so many people are being affected by not having reliable period related products. And that by itself is such an issue because not having reliable period products leads to things like, I mean, you're going to get infections and you're going to deal with being uncomfortable you might like not be able to go to your job all those different things that add up and so the number one solution to that problem is let people buy period products with their food stamps let people use a health insurance spending account to buy their period products that's huge period products are not a luxury they are a necessity and that's the most important thing um in addition to that, 25% of young people who menstruate have missed class because of their because of their lack of affordability of period products. So 25% of young people are missing out on class because they cannot afford period pro- period related products. So it's not even like that that statistic doesn't even like factor in like oh like you have really bad cramps you can't go like those different things. No. This statistic is strictly just talking about the inaffordability of period products. Nobody 
should miss out on educational opportunities because they're having their period and they cannot afford, you know, the, the proper products to um, keep them, like, safe and comfortable and healthy. And, again, honestly, borders on inhumane, in my personal opinion. Um, kind of kind of a sidetrack, but something that, if you guys are listening to this, um, something that I recommend and something that my friend and I were able to do was at my school, we did a drive, so we collected uh, tampons and pads and, and other menstruation products, and we were able to stock up the bathrooms at my school with baskets, and we got enough products that, that actually we could make it the entire year, and so we would fill up the baskets once every month, give or take, and it was completely free, and we had a little note on there that was like a give one, take one type of idea so if you had an extra tampon you could throw it in there if you needed one you could grab one and one thing that like some people said to us is they're like oh like people are just going to take them and like use them good I hope that every single person that needed one got one I don't care if they didn't need one again I think that that's such a stupid I shouldn't say the word stupid, but, like, it's such a stupid argument. Like, oh, like, what if someone who, like, has access to, like, tampons grabs a handful of them? Well, I would hope that they wouldn't do that. But also, if, if I had to take that risk, but also could guarantee that some people who do need it get it, I'm willing to take that risk. And so I would definitely recommend if, um, if you're looking for something to kind of help this issue definitely talk to your school about running a donation drive, um, collect tampons, pads, things like that, and then set up little baskets in the bathrooms. Um, it's a great investment, and it, it really helps a lot of people out. And, yeah. Okay, and last but not least, also, I tried to make a really short episode uh, this week, or this month, just because I'm really passionate about this topic and I think it's easier to digest topics like this in shorter episodes so yeah that's why this episode is kind of short but so anyway so to finish it up I thought that we could just kind of talk openly about periods because I think that there's such a stigma around them and, and you feel so embarrassed if you have one and you're like oh like my period like I don't really want to talk about it but honestly, like, there's nothing that we should be, like, ashamed about or, like, it shouldn't be this, like, taboo topic, at least in my personal opinion. Um, I think we should be proud of it. Or, I mean, if you don't want to be proud of it, like, you don't have to be proud of it. But, like, we should feel comfortable, like, talking about it, I think. It's just, it's totally natural. Um, one thing that I want to talk about, um, and I'm sure no one listens this far, but if you guys are listening this far... Sorry, this might be like TMI. But I recently invested in a Diva Cup. And because... For a bunch of reasons. But like definitely environmental impact was a big thing. And... It is the single greatest thing I've ever bought in my entire life. I'm literally obsessed. Like it is so comfortable. It, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And if you're scared, if you're like, oh, 
Like, that sounds like... Whatever. First of all, it's totally, like, valid and fine to be scared and to not want to mess with that. That's totally completely fine and valid. I do recommend, like, trying out Thinks underwear or... Um, but honestly, like, stick to what works with you, right? Like, I'm not going to shame... I'm not going to shame anyone. Like, use what you use, and I hope that it works for you. Like, I don't even... I don't mean that condescending, even though I'm sure it sounded condescending. But, like, I do recommend things, and I do recommend Diva Cup. And if you're scared and you're, like, looking for, like, someone to, like, tell you not to be scared... um. Don't be scared. If you've been thinking about it, this is your sign that you have to do it. Because I did it after like a year of thinking about it. And it's not scary. It's like it's an experience that you have to get used to. But I really like I'm glad and I I like it and it's comfortable. And I would recommend it to anybody. Um, But yeah, that's kind of all that I wanted to talk about in terms of fun stuff. I mean, periods are, like, not fun, but, um, yeah, I I thought that that was a good way to end this short episode. Definitely feel free to reach out to me if you guys have any topic ideas or, um, any feedback. If you're just like, oh, I like the longer episodes, I like the shorter episodes, I like the criminal justice stuff, whatever you guys like, just feel free to let me know. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope to see you guys next month. Well, talk to you guys next month, I guess. Okay. Bye.